Warning! This podcast contains mature language and topics that may not be suitable for audiences of under the age of 18 years old. But it's sit at the rail, you'll need to be 21. These are the tales, theories, and thoughts of the bartenders refilling the glasses of the masses. Take a seat and we'll get your usual. Welcome to the bar rail. It's a true story. And I just was like, so, you know, maybe uh, gather a little perspective. <laughs> That's good. Well, because I always get pissed when people start getting too, like, because I find myself getting really upset about the smoke, too, and this lady was just, like, being a real bitch about it, and I just was like, I get it, it sucks, but that's people's homes. Mm-hmm. You have a home to go to. I have a home to go to. The mic's picking you up really good today. What's that? <laughs> the mic's picking you up oh, really yeah? good today. I'm testing what you sound like during that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, that sounds pretty decent. Like, it's picking up, uh, the waves are a lot larger than last week. That's good. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'm a little louder today. Maybe. Yeah, probably. It could be that. Who knows? Who I'm knows? so fucking stoned. This is going to be an interesting podcast. Why are you so fucking stoned? Because... Oh! Uh, but wait, before we record, how are we going to start this? I don't know. I already started recording. Okay, cool. Let's just do it. Well, okay, so it's about... Fuck. So last night, um, mid-rush of the Seahawks game, I probably had like six or seven tables. It wasn't super busy, but I mean, all these tables are... Consistently drinking, yeah. And then this group comes in, and it's five of them at first. And I was like, "Cool, we can take that back table by the dartboard." So like, cool, awesome. They're like, "We called ahead," and Taylor's like, "Is that the people that called ahead?" I'm like, "Yep." And he's like, "All right." They said they had like maybe upwards of nine or ten coming. I told them they can't sit together. I'm like, cool, I'll watch out. Get over there, eight people sitting at the table, and I was like. Hey guys, letting you know this table across the way is also available for you. We can't have more than five people, right? They get some drink and they they moved, right? They get drinks going and their food going, so they all have their their drinks and their food's about to be coming out, and then all their dart stuff is out, right? And there's a you know how JJ's dart boards are set up now, right? So like there's a family sitting at the left one, and then they have this table and this table, right? Like kitty corner. And so they have one dartboard. They get up, no masks on, and start playing darts right next to this uh, this family, right? With a dad, like, right there, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you doing this? Um, you can't so, play darts right now. No, and I, no, I walked up, and I'm like, hey, guys, right and I, I, I cut them off. I'm like, hey, guys, you can't do this, right? Well, now they tell me. Uh, actually, I had my bachelor party a month and a half ago here. Which I don't know if you've heard that story from Kyle. I have not heard the story from um, Bachelor. But part. they were very unruly because they made this like uh, reservation back in January yeah. before everything. And then they didn't hit Paul back up the entire time. And so Paul was like... I just showed up. I don't know what the fuck's happening, right? With a priest. The priest was at the bachelor party. Not right? a stripper. And Kyle just said they're very unruly. Very unruly, right? <laughs> anyway... Um, because of that, something went down where it got later in the night. It was on a weeknight, so it was completely empty except for them. And so they wanted to play darts. And so Kyle was like, dude, I don't want to deal with this. And Paul was like, just let him play darts if no one else is there. I don't give a shit. Right? Because um, Kyle had already called Paul like multiple times that night about this group. So they're in, and they're like, actually, your owner said that we could play darts here. And I was like, when was this? They're like, what? My bachelor party about a month and a half ago. And I looked at them and I'm like, you know, okay, well, first off, I work at two bars. And there was a mandate saying no social gaming can be allowed at bars. 
My other bar took out the pool table. This one took out the, the dart table. Shuffleboard's gone at my other one, right? And so then, as this is all going on, they're like, yeah, well, he said we could. I'm like, do you want to call him? Do you? And they're like, well, sure, give us a number. I'm like, here you go. And they're like, well, maybe we'll call him tomorrow. Actually, we'll just call the store tomorrow. I'm like, cool. If you're going to sit here, and I'm like, I'll be happy for you to finish your food if you follow these three, like, things. I was like, you have to wear a mask if you get up from this table. There is no dart playing. And there is no more than five people at a table. And if you break those and you give me any lip about it, I will 86 you. And you can call the owner asking him why you're 86. And he can call me. How old are these people? They're about probably 23 to 27. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, not having it, guys. Uh, not having it. And how did, it, how did it finish? How did that whole thing play itself out? Um, did, they, did they follow the rules and just calm down? They did, um, but they were not happy about it. They were yeah. just sitting there. And like whenever I walked over, you could tell they were just like, I was be like, you guys need anything? They'd be like... It's like, cool, like, you can leave, you know, you don't need to sit here and, like, be a dick. So, like, that table no was awful. Impressed. But, like, all these other <laughs> tables, like, the dad with the kids, they were just getting ready and throwing darts right next to them without a mask. Like, darts, like, seal-tip darts with his family sitting, like, literally there. It's like he was just sitting there, like, like every time I would go over, he would be like, dude, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm doing great. And so, like, all everybody else that was around that section yeah. was very, like, understanding of what I was going through. Yeah. And so, that's... When something goes wrong, I typically am able to express it in a way to the people that are around that situation um, to where they understand right. what's going on. Right. And so, then I'm able to put my head down. Right. And so, that way, like, if there are times, I walk out and probably to the back alley, just go... Take a breath. But I try not to do that. Like, so often, like, you have the Chamber of Screams, and um, I wish I could do that, but I'm very bad at expressing my emotions in public, if that makes sense. And so I don't know if I could just walk in somewhere and just be like, ah, you know, I need to really get out of the building. Like, I can't stay with, like, I can't be in a space within a space. Mm. You know, I need to leave that space. If that makes sense, and so that's why I kind of work through it during the during the shift, and then when I leave, it's done. Leave it in the space. Yeah. Don't need to worry about it anymore. That you leave work, whatever happened at work, you let it go. Yep, let's go. It's gone. It's gone. Why would I worry about that at home? I used to take it home with me. I used mm-hmm. to, uh, not so far as take it home, but I used to take it with me a little bit, which is I think where a lot of us start drinking at, mm. because you can't go through that war and not have a few beverages and make some bad decisions. Nope. You cannot serve the public in a fashion and get some of the tips you receive in a fashion and not go home with some of the ugliness that they have given you over that. And you're pressed because you're between, you're pressed because you're in in between, you're in between your management and the people, right? So you're in between, you're over here sitting around and you're trying to do your job and your managers have things that they want from you and the public are idiots sometimes. They're idiots and they can be assholes. Mm-hmm. They're very unruly, that's for sure. <laughs> at the most, at the least. So we all work in different type of uh, restaurants or bars or saloons mm-hmm. or pubs, if you will. And uh, you read, you're more of the corporate side right now. Mm-hmm. You have like the strict corporate. I'm, I'm what I like to call a street bartender in the sense that I work at like a, a local pub, a local tavern, a local mm-hmm. dive bar, if you will. And I think, Eric, you're right in between. 
they're yeah. like right in between I'm at two places that are local places but they're kind of running in a more corporate sense like we're trying to make like this is a business we're making money off this let's move it yeah right, no, I right. Agree. stricter rules yeah, dress I mean, codes I like both that places I think yeah. that that sets you up for a lot of good success at both places it pays me money because of what I'm doing so yeah and we get three different types of clientele yeah and we get the same clientele at the same time. Oh, my God, yeah. We get the same clientele. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clientele, though, goes in, they treat us all differently. I don't know how they treat you at your location, and I can only assume because I used to be in that world. Uh, but I've noticed from being in that world, the guests, the public, the clientele, they treat you drastically different than in my position where I am right now. I have, fortunately, have developed some kind of extra power in this. At the end of the day, I'm a bartender. I, I do the same thing you guys do. Mm-hmm. But they treat me, I think, vastly different. Even during the holidays. During the holidays, when I used to work in corporate place, it would be very, people were very tight, very crunchy, as you would say. So it was, I had to deal with a lot of tables that were very crunchy because of all the stress. Now You're both using this term crunchy. and I like it. I love it. I love the crunchy. <laughs> yeah. I love it when someone's kind of being a little off. They're a little crunchy. A little crunchy. You know, a little brittle. A little around the edges. Yeah, yeah. A little brittle. You get a nice visual with it. Yeah. So. You just understand who that person is. That's fair. Continue and they used to treat me differently. Mm-hmm. They used to treat me like, I'm annoyed with you. I'm annoyed with everyone. Mm-hmm. The position I have now during the holidays, I'm like the happiest person they see. Mm-hmm. They love me. Mm-hmm. Because they know when they're in my establishment, they can let loose mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think they can let loose in yours. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely like J. Mike's. Oh, shit. Ah, let's go. Let's go. J. J. Mike's, <laughs> we'll call it out. Um, J. Mike's Pub and Eatery in Redmond, Washington. Get it. Um, Best sports bar on the East For side. that atmosphere. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the atmosphere that I like to go to. And I think, like, I mean, you experience it during the Seahawks games when you go just that, like, very, like, it just feels comfortable. Like, you're not performing. You don't have to do anything. Everyone's just there for the same purpose. It's like we have a mutual understanding of what we're doing today. So, I like that. It's great. It makes me feel very comfortable drinking there. I love that place. Yeah. I'm there every Sunday. Every game. You are. You are an awesome, an awesome fan. Thank With you. that being said, I want to bring up something that I saw yesterday. What? There's a gentleman that came in. A good-looking gentleman that Ooh. came in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, did Wait. he did he did he hit on you? No, no, no. He sat with their group. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good-looking dude. Did there. you yes. did you notice him? She stood right next to her the whole time. Yeah, he did. He was like kind of in my. He was in her bubble. In my bubble. So I thought I'd bring it up today because we're eventually going to go over her dating life in a minute. But I thought I'd bring <laughs> this sexy guy up. He was a good-looking dude. <laughs> I don't know if they call him like silverbacks. Silverbacks, silver foxes, silver foxes. He's a silver fox. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why would you got a silver fox? <laughs> this guy, this guy. I was his hair was right. So there's certain ways when guys go gray that you have to do it right. Yeah, and it's always different. Some guy the pepper white is good. Some guy the the straight gray is good. Some guys like, like nice a little gray. bit. Yeah. It's your own look. Mm-hmm. This dude had it all together, and he was jacked. Like, he was jacked. He is. His shirt is, like, tiny on him. You know what I mean? And I swear to God, it was an extra large. But it was, like, tiny on him. So, as one who's being nosy right now. Could he try talking to you? He's in their group. He better have. Oh, wait. Oh, he was in your group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
would have been so good, right? Uh, <laughs> if you're wondering why we have a pause, don't. <laughs> uh, so about this guy, what's the deal with him? And I introduced you to one of my friends yesterday. I won't say his name. He's a good guy. Uh, you did. He pointed me out to a few people at the bar yesterday. I did. I did. To say, the Bar World Podcast. This is Red. Yes. And I was very excited. They were all very nice. Some people had listened to us. They all knew us. who you were. I know. It was kind of a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is a new. Were. This is weird. They recognize her. Oh, we recognize her from the picture. Yeah. Oh, and somebody said, oh, yeah, I can recognize your voice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. thank that you. Good? What? It's good. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, he did point out, point me out to this guy, and he just looked at me, looked away, and then went to it. Because he feels everybody gets weird when they get introduced to somebody. If I introduce you to somebody, you're going to be weird, especially if you're someone who's single and they're of the opposite Dude, sex. I'm just weird. So like, you're going to introduce me to someone, I'm going to come off with that weird Yeah, but I think you're point. appropriately weird. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, appropriately <laughs> weird. You're not weird like R. Kelly or Catholic Church weird. You're like, <laughs> you're like appropriately you. weird. You're within the, the realm of uh, rational human being weird. You don't, you don't randomly... Your partner doesn't randomly wake up with you sucking on their toes like Bill Cosby, <laughs> right? Like, that's not a thing that happens in your life. Well, and if that it is, that's okay. Of. Right. That's okay if it is. I'm just saying that's eh, it's getting towards a weirder part of life. Um, but, very so every time I introduce her to someone, it's very job. weird. Every time I introduce Red to someone, it's like a weird moment. It's like they look at her and go, oh, my God, I can't talk to her. She's too hot. And then she looks at them and goes... <laughs> She goes, hi, and then they go, and they freeze. It's like, they I don't do. know what's going on. It's super weird, but I totally understand it, but they should expect it from me. They should expect <laughs> if I, because they always ask about people after I walk away. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you introduce me? Well, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to go right. I'm going to introduce everybody to everybody, and then let you guys figure it out, because we're all grown adults. Yeah. With that, with that being said, you have a very striking look. So people are probably like, let me adjust my settings. And by the time they figure that out, it's been like 15 seconds, which is way past the awkward time of saying anything. So then they turn around and walk away. They do. They do. They do just a lot. Just a blank really, stare for 15, really strange. 15 seconds. All right, everyone just be quiet for 15 seconds. This is how long people are like quiet when Red talks to them. That's about it. <laughs> that's yeah. a long time. That's yeah. a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. You know what it made me just think of right now? What? Everyone <laughs> that's work. mad that they get two and a half minutes is full of shit. What? That's two and a half minutes is a long time. If that was 15 seconds, two and a half minutes in the sack is a long time. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't get mad about two and a half minutes. That's probably a fun little quickie. So I'm just looking out for all those people out there that... When they get in the sack, and it's two and a half minutes, their partner's like, that's not enough time. If you had to sit and wait around for a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes, or some people say, I have sex for three hours. That's obnoxious. That's obnoxious. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh. You know how much of life you could get done in three and a half hours? Yeah, that's man. almost an entire bartending shift. I don't know about you. That's the third of mine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sure that guy was nice, though. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't, just this, not your type? Well, I didn't even get a good look at it. He, like, turned away oh. so fast. So oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, you know. He's like the um, untouchable single guy. I've introduced him to several ladies, and he's just, you know, untouchable single guy. He's just, yeah. He's a great, like, he's a really good athlete, has a wonderful dog. I love his dog to death. She's just the, she's just awesome. What type of dog? Uh, Ozzy. An Ozzy Shepherd? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And she loves me. Heck yeah. She loves me. Because I know how to get to a dog's heart. Treats. Heck and right. Yeah. Treats. 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 And scratches. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I will say so, the number one thing that like cheers me up online right now is like those uh, textual overlay dog videos where like the dogs are barking, but it has like the translated like human bird like version. Like where I haven't seen those. You haven't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No. Where it's like what mm-hmm. the heck, Karen? Like all that stuff. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Those are great. Mm-hmm. Jules, you're missing out. Watch those. I, I am good about myself when I watch them. Speaking of the name Karen, I have a friend named Karen. Oh, I love her to death. She's an angel. If you met Karen, you'd fall in love with Karen because Karen is just the best person. I want to say the best person I've ever met in my life. As a human being, she's the greatest human I've ever met in my life. You wouldn't disagree with me. I'm not bloviating. I'm not overstating this. I, at, at best, I'm understating how great Karen is as a person. Can she walk on water? And she has the worst fucking name ever right now. (laughs) And I called her and told her that. And she knows. She told me, I know, I know. And she's upset about these things. I like that you called her. Karen, can you believe your Your name name is shit right now? (laughs) Karen, I want to speak to your manager. Right, because Karen's not a name that's going to go away. What's your middle name? It's not like Hitler. It's not going to go away. It's just not going to happen. Well, there was that whole report, like... Uh, from Canada that since like the third quarter of last year there hasn't been a single like female named Karen in Canada Ooh, in Canada like a newly born baby there's like 1300 people that live in Canada and Drake <laughs> you know what I mean like if a country that small doesn't have names like Canada I mean like Karen then whatever because the only name that matters in Canada is Drake <laughs> right they Drake got, they got I don't and know. Kawhi Leonard that's it I don't even know anything else. No, Kyle Lowry. Kyle, Drake. That's all I'm saying. Drake. Seth Rogen. But in America, in America, Karen will come back around. I'll I'll keep going. We can go. We can keep going. Uh, Fucking uh, uh, the Uh, uh, punter, uh, former punter for the Seahawks from Regina. John Ryan. He's Canadian. No one thinks of John Ryan. I do. His girlfriend doesn't think of him. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever thought, you know what? I was just hanging out today and I thought of John Ryan. No one thought of him. You had to go, you know that guy that was the punter from the Seahawks? He's the Seahawks punter before he's even John Ryan. He's the guy with that terrible photo taken of him. Yeah, when yeah. he threw yeah, yeah. the ball. Oh and my he didn't God. throw it. It fell out of his hand. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, my God. Did you see that. all of the photoshops mm-hmm. of that? Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. Like him, like holding Jennifer Grey and Dirty Dancing or like trying to throw a But fish. he's famous. He's famous. Oh, my God. Those photos made my life. Those were funny. I love John. The best John thing funny. John Ryan ever did was the tweet he sent out when Stephen Hapshka left. He sent out a tweet. Yes. Do you remember this? Oh, it's so So he sent out this tweet, 
and he was just like, just want to shout out my brother, Stephen Hauschka. It was a pleasure holding your balls all these years. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I respect you. I think he tried to be a comedian. I think <laughs> yeah. he tried to be a comedian. Well, his wife is. His wife's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think John Ryan is really funny. Yeah, if John you Ryan's follow his dude. page, he actually is pretty yeah. funny. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I just, you know, my thing. It's okay. I'm not going to get mad at you. It's like, I'm caffeinated, you're decaf. That's fine. There's no judgment here. It's just John Let Ryan. Uh, well, hey, I can be mad at you. Okay, so. you, you can have that emotion. That's fine. Um, we had a disagreement John Ryan last is night. a blessing from God. We had a disagreement last night. Yeah. I was going to say to you, before we get past this too far, you need an ugly friend. I think that's going to help you, you know, in your dating life. You need an ugly friend. You need an ugly friend. Because dudes hunt for goblins all the time. And as they're hunting for goblins, they find unicorns. don't even know how to reply to that <laughs> it's true i'm just advice so you were saying yeah we had a disagreement last night about electric skateboards yeah first of all electric skateboards super dope nope and you judged a guy for having an electric skateboard i did so i have a guy who randomly hit me up last week with a up question mark what time was it um probably like 10 p.m. or something. Okay, okay. It was after the Thursday night football game. He respects your time. I respect that. I yeah. like that. I'm respectful. Yeah. Um, I met this person years ago. Um, they hired my cabaret troupe to perform at an event. Mm-hmm. And so I, I met through that. And then we ended up working at another company together. We weren't ever, like, in, like, close contact. Like, I just would see him in the hallway. And um, he never paid any attention to me like you, you know when you can tell somebody just isn't interested in I don't agree with that at all okay well yeah. I, I felt like I'd I don't never... think women see it oh well he just I felt like I never had the time of day from him like he just yeah. kind of blew past me yeah I think he was doing that because he didn't know what to say to you maybe oh. anyways it's been years there's Nothing's some people happened. that some dudes really play that aloof game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go too far. <laughs> and it's like, bro, you played it too hard, though. <laughs> like, don't do that. But there are some dudes that nail it where it's just like, they're so aloof. It's like, oh, I, didn't, I want, and then they're able to like chime in with like a. Just enough. Just enough. And it's just like, enough. Just a sprinkle and they get in and get out. Yeah. That's like the James Bond move. Yeah. That's like the, I'm going to buy you a drink when yeah. it's a time's right and then. And we're so bad at it so often that women can't even tell when we're doing it. I know. Because most of us try that. Yeah. We just ignore and then play off. Like, oh, no, you're okay. Nah, you're just, I'm going to treat you like you're you're regular. No. And they lose every time, clearly. Because I, I, that's not interesting to me. (laughs) So you prefer a dude to be like, yo, what's up every day? Yo, what's up every day? Just want to make sure you know I'm with you. Yo, what's up? Well, at least I know they're interested. Every day. Every day. Every day. I need to grab water. I'll be right back. Anyway, so this guy, he messages me with a uh, question mark, and I already know where this is going, but I decide to play along with it so that we could have a good laugh about it, because I'm mean. Um, (laughs) And so we get to texting, and he goes, have you ever seen um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And I was like, yeah, of course, it's a great movie. He goes, you are Jessica Rabbit. Now, the funny thing is I have a routine as Jessica Rabbit that he's actually seen me perform. So I said, well, you've actually seen me perform as Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> and and he just kind of backpedaled a little bit. And, um, and then suddenly it turned into a, 
well, I have something serious to ask you. And I go, okay. Could we have ever kissed? <laughs> and Ooh, then, we're going straight like middle school text yeah, vibes yeah. here. I like this. And, this is good. I, I, I like where he's going. I, know. I like where he's going. I, I don't, don't like the word kiss, but hey, I mean, I like the where thing, he's going. Here's the thing. I like his game. Uh, he's trying to play it honest, straightforward. And he's just being really poorly worded about it. But you know what? Extremely. You are brave. You are brave at this point. Brave. You are because he he's he leaving himself liquor. open. It was liquid courage. And oh, he has for yet sure. to send a dick pic, so for that sure. makes it really good. Yeah. And and it's liquid courage. You're right. Yep. After Thursday night game, he's had a few. Yeah. He's like, let me just throw it out there. Because he ignored you for all those years you guys worked together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it took all of this alcohol to get him to, mm-hmm. you know, this spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now what? Uh-oh. Oh, so then I just I just asked him, I said, where did all this come from? Because <laughs> I just was like. That was I your did... next question? Yeah. You, I was like, where? You what answered is a all... question with a question? Yeah. I was like, what is this coming from? Yeah. And then you said. And then he just said, I'm just flirting. That's and, cute. And I just never replied. That's too bad. That's a shark. <laughs> I know. You are, you are an evil shark from hell. That's horrible. <laughs> How did you not reply? Why didn't you give him? He's just—he's burying his soul out there. That's funny. He's oh an idiot. God. Why is he an idiot? Well, how, how should he have played this? How should he have gone about this? I'm just curious now. Well, like I said, he literally never gave me the time of date before like he was never clearly he was scared it took him no. shots to ask you just to no. think about if you could have ever kissed him he was just trying to shoot fish in a barrel like that was not interesting to me at all he was just trying to see if there's anything he can pick up like that wasn't like him genuinely why not with me why not that's, that's awesome. just because his game isn't up to par doesn't mean that's not what he has <laughs> He's <laughs> not actually interested in me. He just Why wanted not? to see if anybody was willing to fuck him on a Thursday night. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! We jumped way too far well, too fast. That's just not... One thing to say, though, is like to initiate, he just said, up. Like, he, yeah. if he was really trying to have a genuine conversation, he would have started with more than that's, just That's up. valid. Yeah. Well, okay, he was so... literally testing. Like, okay, yeah, he was me, literally let, trying let, to let me, let me play. Let me, let me help this guy out, because clearly... <laughs> We're in a room full of haters right now. <laughs> hey, man, I'm towing the line. Bree came out just to line. be like, no, he's a piece of shit. Coward. <laughs> Coward. I've, yeah. I've gotten those up I'm going to. Let me say yeah, this. No, thanks. I don't want to say this is by far in no way 100% of guys. Let me say this. I will agree with you. Most times guys go up. There's a high probability that they're looking to get that ass. I get it. There's no argument there. But this guy. I look at the fact that he was afraid to talk to you in that sense for all that time. I look at the fact that it's 10 o'clock on a Thursday, he's drinking. Maybe he did want to get it. But you could, I think in that case of the middle school flirtation with the, when could we have kissed? You could have answered it and said, no, because you never said anything to me. How could I think about kissing someone that doesn't say anything to me? With him Let him know. People. Because this is what's going to go on. He's never going to learn from this. He's going to go on to the next girl and ask her. But if you educated him with just that little bit of, hey, this is how you should play it next time. Like, be a man. Stand up. Say something. Maybe the next young lady, he goes, I'm going to say something because the last one told me to. This is how dudes are bad in bed forever. Y'all never teach us anything. We're just working with middle school game. Clearly, that's all he had. He just had middle school game because no girls ever said, this is middle school game. They just didn't respond. So he probably has like 20 girls he hit up 
And he got bunkus. Now, he deserves that. <clears throat> he deserves that if he had 20 girls. But even if he had one, he still got bunkus and he still yeah. got no but education. how many times are you going to put your hand on the stove and like not learn your lesson, though? No, there was no burn. We put our hand on the stove, there was no well, burn. I mean, she didn't like, burn. I don't know. Yeah, she gave I nothing. told him, I said, where did all this come from? That's not a burn. That's just more well, of like I mean, a like question. Poking, like, like you're I mean, poking someone and you're like, oh, why are they not liking me? Like... I feel like eventually... You have to be a little bit more of a blunt object of men. You can't be <laughs> passive-aggressive or try to be slick. you got to be right over the fucking head. Men are dumb. <laughs> well, men I are actually dumb. did start writing a thing saying, like, you know, you've never given me any attention, but then I just I just didn't care enough. That's fair, but I just want to let you know, when guys are bad in bed, it's your fault, not ours. That's, That's all I'm no. saying. That's no. all I'm getting... Because we don't get taught no. by anyone. Our friends don't. Our friends don't come to us and go, "Hey, bro, I want to tell you how to fuck your girl." We never say that. We just sit around and go, "Are you having sex?" High five. So what's you going the on? ABCs. Yeah, yeah. That we, that's, that's our education. So if women would give us more education in that sense, we'd go, "Hey, this is like, for example, generally, and I don't know this as a hard fact, but generally speaking, women are bad at blowjobs." Generally speaking, and I'll tell you why. Because men don't say anything. They just—they're excited. There's a mouth on there. They're just excited. There's a mouth on there. But generally speaking, we get it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> because we know once we say anything, that could stop. And then we go, well, that doesn't serve us anything. And the next guy is gonna get it. And so we just shut our mouths. Generally speaking, everyone's pretty bad at this thing because no one's talking. Should have told that dude straight up. And if he's listening to the Barbells podcast on Anchor or Spotify, he should hear me say to him, just tell me how bad my game is. Help me help me guide me to the next young lady because you're clearly not going to date him. No. Because he has an electric scooter. Yeah, well, then he posted a photo or a video No, yesterday. he's going to know. Yeah, he was on his electric <laughs> skateboard. And I, I don't know. Anytime you see people on these electric skateboard weirdo things, I just think... This person is not fun. I am so the opposite. I'm like, I think that's the dumbest thing ever. I no, see it's every, not. Every day in my in front of my bar, a dude f- goes flying by an electric skateboard. And I just think in my head, I want to do that. No, I want no, stupid. Skateboard. Is it one of those that like stand on and they just go forward? Or no, they it's it? like they're skateboarding. Waka 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 waka. But they're but they have the, the speed thing in their hand. So that's like, whoa, waka, 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 woo. There's like, barely any athleticism to it. They're just standing. I mean, what's a car? You're just sitting. It's even worse. I'm just saying. You're doing some ab work as you're standing. You're, you're flexing those muscles to stay balanced. And I'm saying, if I had an electric skateboard, you got, and you I live closer, be I'd you. be there. <laughs> I would never pick anyone up on a date. On but I would, for sure, I would for sure scoot around the city in one of those. I would. Just roll up. And I don't think it's a bad look. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it's a bad look as long as you don't wear a helmet. If you wear a helmet, you look like a damn idiot. He was wearing a helmet and full, like, pads on his elbows and knees. Okay, see, this dude has elementary school game. (laughs) (laughs) No one's taught him anything. And you had an opportunity to be like, hey, let me just help you out here. It's also slowly going down now. Now it's elementary school. Eventually it's going to be like Because he had the pads on. He had the pads on. Like, the pads, bro. What type of helmet was it? That was, there's different types of helmets. Was it the round helmet that for kids? Or was it the kind of the biker helmet with the with the thing in the like, back? Like more closer to a biker helmet. But okay. Not a biker okay. Helmet. Aerodynamic. So we're in junior high. We're in junior high. I prefer just personally. You have to wear one in the state we live in. 
But I would be like way doper if he's had a backwards hat on. He's kind of rolling around. <laughs> well, I do think helmets are important. I did have helmets a friend. Are very yes. I did not have promoting. a friend that actually died from Jesus. riding a skateboard without a helmet on. Damn. Jesus. Damn. Sorry, I just dropped that one in. Damn. Drop that one in so there. we are not promoting. Not wear a helmet. Wear please it. wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. Just don't post a video. Just don't post a video. <laughs> I'm but saying, I think you're way too hard on this guy. I mean... He... He doesn't remember anything about me. I he told he me did. I looked I like Jessica Rabbit and then forgot that he's seen me perform as Jessica Rabbit. I think, what if he was trying he was to go drunk. off that? Clearly, he was drunk. Can we give him some... Can we give him some credit for being drunk and just trying to hold a conversation? No. <laughs> you get Nothing. <laughs> Well, and I was trying to shut him down by throwing in that I'm sober, because usually that's like a really good buzzkill when I have somebody trying to do a uh, question mark, you know, so he was like, oh, I'd love to see you perform sometime. I said, oh, you know, I haven't really performed as much since I got sober, hoping too soon. You know, I kind of throw that out there, because usually that deters people, Yeah, and that's kind of a nice low-key way of getting them to mm-hmm. go, on, go on about their day. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but it didn't work. <laughs> he's persistent. He's Did a he hard worker. No, yeah. wait, because you didn't respond. Well, no, that, that was in the middle of the conversation, oh, okay. and then, okay. and then that's when it turned into the. I have a serious question to ask you. Can I kiss you? No, there was nothing about intertwined me. Intertwined with mine. It was just. He thinks he just wanted somebody to come over. I don't. I didn't feel special. I didn't feel valued. There was nothing actually about me that he was mentioning. Besides your hair. Yeah, besides that I look like a sexy cartoon. Listen, that's, Yo, you that's know it. I want to fuck Jessica Rabbit? You're the closest thing. Uh, that doesn't make Jesus. me feel warm and fuzzy. Uh, oh, fair, fair. I don't think that should have stopped you. And this is your call. You do what you want to do. I'm not judging. This is just an observation. I don't think that should have stopped you from giving him a little bit of education on why what he was doing wasn't working. I know. I thought about it. I just, again, I just didn't care enough. Because I like to tell, and you know, <laughs> as a man in this position, in this space in my life, I like to offer my truthful opinion to women because I'm not trying to get in their pants, which gives me a really powerful position in life. Because men who are single don't have the power that I have. Uh, because they're afraid because they want to eventually get into your pants. Get in those pants. You know. They want to get the yum-yum. Men. Am I right? Right. And so oftentimes when I have women that come in and they are like of the opposite feeling you are, I offer my opinion the same way on the other side. Like if they hit a guy up and he didn't respond. And they're mad because he thinks he's with another guy. Or they're mad because they think he's with another woman. I offer them a bit of my advice. Mm-hmm. I say, don't be mad. You guys aren't together. Just get over it. Swear. But I also educate them in the fact that they should act like adults. You should do the same for him. He needs to act like an adult. He needs to talk to you and appreciate you for who you are. But he doesn't know that because you got him nothing. You gave him absolutely nothing. He's just sitting at home dreaming about you and Jessica Rabbit, which is underrated sexy cartoon. Cartoons are not sexy. They're they're cartoons. What about what's uh, Lola, but as a cartoon, Lola from Space Jam? 
But what's her name? Whew. I forget what that. Means. She could hoop though. She could hoop. She could hoop though. There's a yeah. difference. <laughs> she could hoop. Though. Her sexy was all in her game. She could all hoop. She game. could hoop. Do that um, cross you like, Jessica Rabbit was different though. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit and I think okay, Lola from Space Jam. Those are two where you're like okay. Yep. Yep. We got That's it. All right. Well, now you know uh, that nugget mm-hmm. about Jules and I. Yep. And that mm-hmm. Jules wants to get an electric skateboard, and I will make yes. fun of them. Yes, man. Dude, I'll be your coolest friend. All I know is I'll be I your coolest friend. I don't will trust you? anything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't will trust you? anything electric anymore. I don't. I, I don't get on lime scooters anymore. I don't fuck with them. I got that scar from it, remember? Yeah, but... Like, I don't fuck with anything. Oh, pretty boy Eric's skin canvas has a scar on no, it. No, I'm saying. <laughs> dude, it was gnarly. It was gnarly. It was like, uh-uh, I don't want to be on those How about you not, not trust safe. the alcohol and the scooter at the same time? How about that just be the thing? Like, either alcohol and no scooter, or scooter and no alcohol. How about that be the thing? What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> no, I was, Man, I, was, I, was, I was not drunk when this happened, if, you, if that makes sense. Were you were sober high? when that happened? No, actually, no. Huh? You were sober? sober? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. It was right after lunch. I had a beer at that lunch. Oh. That's not sober. Yeah, that's not sober at all. You see, a, a beer yeah. with a burger? Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I was yeah. not feeling intoxicated Oh, get, get, make no mistake, but you were not sober, though. Yeah. That's all our point was. You were not sober. I highly doubt one beer makes you drunk. No, no, no. But it makes you not sober. Hey, man, if I could drive that after would make a beer, me I could not sober. Yeah, that would make her not sober. That would end her streak. That's true. Here's a question for you, by the way. Yes, you sir. brought this up, and I, I think we just rolled by it, but we need to go over it again. Do you not do booty calls anymore? Now nope. that you've been sober? Nope. Not happening at all? No. Was that a fun part of your life before? No. It was not a fun part of your life? Because I was usually, like, really drunk. So it was not fun because it just wasn't fun. It was You were too drunk for it. Well, yeah, I was too drunk, and it was not... I mean, it was just for the carnal aspect of it. It wasn't... For any pleasure. Yeah. There was no pleasure behind it. <clears throat> yeah. So that's why that just doesn't yeah, interest yeah. me anymore. Is that something that when you become sober ev- applies to everyone that's... Like, is that something that you found in your in your journey? Everyone applies to that? Or is that something that's rarer? Where does that fall in the ranking of things oh. that fall off the list of things to do? Well, it just depends. Because, I mean, a lot of times people will transpose their addiction to something else. Right, mm-hmm. the sex addiction. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that Is sex an addiction? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, for there sure. Are sex and you addicts. can be a sex addict yeah, where you're like... Yeah, there's groups like, Yeah? There's also fitness addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could get through that. But sex addiction, like, it could cause you a problem like what Tiger Woods had? I don't know if I don't know. that. But I think That's Tiger what he Woods said. He said he had a power trip. He had a sex addiction. That's true. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't judge him for that. I mean, but Dude, it, it is a real thing. Adi- like, where anything people... can be an addiction. Yeah, and I mean, if it gets in the way of you living your life, like, I mean, even sex can get in the way of you living your life. Like, mm-hmm. you could ruin your entire family. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some people. I mean, and I've seen it in the program where some of my friends have transposed to that, or fitness addiction, or a work addiction. Um, eating that ends up being a pretty common one is eating, especially candy. Mm. Yeah, because um, it takes uh, you replace the calories and like the sugar intake from the alcohol with candy, and then you got the candy craving. Whew. But like anytime you go into like a 
12-step program, they usually recommend that you don't date for the first year. Mm. And and that makes perfect sense. That's pretty yeah, hard. That's got to be pretty out, hard. Man. It's got to yeah. be pretty hard. Going through a lot, I would think. Yeah, yeah. And, and but the thing is, is that you end up realizing that those hookups are just another thing to try to mask what you're actually going through. Like, mm. you're just trying to avoid your own feelings by just doing that instead. And so that's why they want you to... to be single so that way you can just focus on yourself focus on what you need to do yeah and it's super helpful like but i mean that doesn't happen to everybody i mean i have some friends that met their spouses in their first year of recovery and they're in a great relationship and that's awesome it's great um i mean everybody has their own journey Mm -hmm. but i do agree that i think it is best if you can try to not date and do those meaningless hookups because you're just going to find yourself down a dangerous path that could lead you back to your addiction really mm-hmm. easily. And it's also just the idea of you're not dating someone, you're not doing the standard dating thing of let's go grab a drink, let's grab food, and I'm around alcohol, I'm around these things, you know. So it's a smart move just both like figure yourself out and also you're not putting yourself in these situations unless you're going to go on like a fucking picnic. Right. You know what I mean? With no wine, just some cheese and some meats. Right. That's a great day. It's a great day on Woodby Island. Take a significant other out there. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. How old were you when you figured out what a charcuterie board was? Like nine. I fell in love with that shit early on. What about you? How old were you? Oh, gosh. I think I was working at restaurants by the time I found that out. I was like 30 plus. Really, dude? Yeah. That's like the best shit on this planet. If you put that in front of me, that's like the creme de la creme for me. I love that shit. I love that shit. (laughs) And it's more recent, too. I'm going to say it was recent. The last five years. Whoa. Yeah. A baked brie, Ooh. Ooh, with some uh, what, 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 uh, brown sugar and uh, candy pecans on top. You're out of control. Oh, dude! On Whidbey You're Island? out of control. Oh, on Whidbey Island? <laughs> on Whidbey no, Island? No, I'm just talking in on general. A, oh, okay. On a picnic? On with Whidbey your loved Island? One? Dude, yeah, there's this Whidbey really Island. awesome place in Tacoma <laughs> called I think it's Stink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a meat and cheese place they make sandwiches and stuff but the guy he sounds like he's from fucking Brooklyn mm-hmm. and coolest place to go they specialize in beer and wine meat and cheese and they're a butchery but you can sit there and they make you like the charcuterie board of the day and then just have like a glass of wine or some fucking like beer and just sit there and it's like yep I think it's like twenty four ninety nine, and it's like a fat portion of meat cheese and like pickled veggies yeah Take Wait, what was it called again? Stink. Stink in, t- in Tacoma. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Well, that place let's is go, Stink in Tacoma. We're going to go visit that, and we're going to let you guys know pretty soon how that is. Ooh. If you get a chance, please check it out and hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or oh, Instagram. God. Yeah, that's a good spot. That's a good spot. Mm. Anyway, I could go on and on about charcuterie boards. Can we talk about the injuries in the NFL yesterday? Wow, that's a turn. Oh. Because I've been thinking about it, and I've been, like, as we've been talking, I've been trying to, like, get all the updates on, like, Blair, Irvin, I got the update on Barkley earlier, and McCaffrey. But is this, here's my, here's my question. Yes. Is this just one of those years where the injuries are relatively at the same fixed rate? Because it's actually not more injuries in the past, right? And it's just, um, like, bigger name players going down. Or is this the result of not having many camps and uh, a smaller version of training camp and no preseason games to let your body adjust and now we're seeing their bodies react um, by getting injured? Yes. This, the latter? No, both. both? I think uh, this is a one-off year. I think also that with uh, the lack of preseason, the, uh, the lack of training camp, 
that they had normally they have like three or four months to get their bodies ready before mm-hmm. they even get into this. A lot of these guys had like a month and a half of just training camp to mm-hmm. get their bodies ready, and soft tissue injuries are going to happen. We've talked about this on our uh, fantasy football podcast. We had to survive. Drafting your team had a lot to do with surviving this. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately drafted in one of my drafts out of the four that I'm in, uh, Saquon Barkley. That crushed me. Uh, I also uh, drafted, I want to say Jimmy Garoppolo in one, but he was a backup quarterback, so mm-hmm. that's okay. I can, I, can, I can withstand that for right now. Um, it's just one of those things that as these go on, and we talked about this before, week four, you're going to find where players are going to start to see who's going to finish the season by week four. Mm-hmm. By week four, you're going to go, okay, these guys are going to finish the season. Um, quarterbacks that are getting hurt, that are getting hit, they're going to get and be knocked out. Drew Locke of Denver is out for a few weeks. Dude, that, that was a bad um, hit, dude. Tyrod Taylor had a chest pain, a rib injury, and he was out for the game. Justin Herbert looked good, though. He looked great. Dumb play across the middle. They had a yeah. chance to beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a, it's gonna be interesting um, how these guys rally from this. A lot of guys are going to get hurt. A lot of guys are going to be going down. It's going to be kind of a crazy year. I mean... What I'm... This is the optimistic look is if a player goes down I am excited to see the next man up from all these teams because it would be great to flood the league with talent again because a lot of these guys don't get to showcase as much as they will this year right and so hopefully by just by nature if you get a bunch of new running backs it takes the running back market down so you're not paying running backs as much same thing with receivers because it's like well we can just go get this guy yeah you know what I mean and so hopefully we start seeing more Big names popping up because of this. Because oh, I don't. I, I, I don't want to, no because the the talent the, the, the game's going to look worse. So you're going to see games that aren't going to look as good because the talent will be at a really good college level talent. Mm-hmm. I want to see NFL players. Yeah, I want to see all. It sucked that Saquon Barkley went down. Mm-hmm. So now, if you're a Giants fan, your season's over. Yep. Mm-hmm. your season's over. And if you're a Giants fan, I was thinking about this on the way in today. You don't trust Danny Dimes to bring it down Hell all the way home? Hell if, I'm a sign, if I'm the Giants, I go and I get Cam Newton from the Patriots and I give him 35 a year. Next year. He's only on the, one year deal. You don't, you don't think that the Patriots, Patriots are going to pay him 35 a year. They're going to try to lowball him. They're going to say, they're going to try to pull a Tom Brady thing. We'll give you 30, but the team will be better around you. Mm-hmm. You win a championship. I'm saying I'll give you 35 and I'll sign you for four years. And I guarantee you $120 million. With Saquon Barkley coming back, the way that he's looking right now, you can look at your fans and have something for next year. But this year is over for them. You're the Niners. You just lost two defensive linemen, two number one draft picks. That's a big deal. Yeah. Richard Sherman's out. Your quarterback's hobbled. Mozart's out. Yeah. I mean, Mozart. Mozart. It's a rough year. It's going to be a rough year. Dude's Hawks lost fucking Blair Bruce. I mean, it's just you're just trying to, you know, Rasheem Green. He's out. I mean, you're just trying to stay. It's just a war of attrition. I think we talked about that before Jules got here. I was like, yeah. this is going to be a war of attrition yep. this year. It's just going to be who can outlast everybody else. 
They're fighting everything. I can't believe they're actually playing football. I was thinking about that the other day, where I was like, or last night actually watching no fans in like this in the CenturyLink. Yeah, it's like I can't believe they're fucking playing football. Well, they had twenty one thousand fans in Dallas, Texas. I know. I saw that. That was a lot of fans. But you know what? Fuck, like it's Texas. They're gonna do their thing. Uh, <laughs> I know. Surprisingly, Atlanta doesn't have fans in the stadiums. I know. I was surprised by that. That was interesting. I was a. I thought they were for sure going to. Because they've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Dallas and Atlanta, that game. That game was... <laughs> it had no right to be that good. Like, honestly, the Falcons... Dan Quinn has to be fired this week. If I'm a Falcon, like, general manager and, like, <laughs> owner, it's... You gotta get the fuck out. Because he can't... He does not know how to sustain a fourth-quarter lead whatsoever because you could blame it on uh shanahan for the super bowl but you can't blame it for all the other times it's happened since the super bowl right so well, what do you like two so good you, leads so what do you, what's their ceiling what's their ceiling this year so this year seven and nine if they get another coach in seven and nine yeah so their why not keep dan quinn dan quinn can do seven and nine okay well why would you want that why not bring in someone I mean, new for what huh for what you have an old quarterback you have a, a, a more senior wide receiver. He's been there their whole time, this whole run with them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to trade Julio. You're not going to trade Matt Ryan. You're not going to rebuild. you got Calvin Ridley there. You're not going to rebuild. This team is ready to go right now. So go for it. You're not gonna, a new coach has never been brought in and the team won the Super Bowl. So if a new coach gets brought in and you think they're ceiling seven and nine, why fire him? You're going to do that anyways. This is your year, Dan Quinn. He'll fire himself by the end of the year if they don't go well. But their best chance is with Dan Quinn. Because, and I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy, they almost beat the Seahawks and the Cowboys. They almost beat the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Now, I'm not. the scores were indicative. They, Seahawks beat them more decisively than the Cowboys. But I would look at that team and I would walk in there if I'm the owner and i go, you guys have 14 games. You have 14 games. They finish, say they go 10-4 and four in those 14 games. They might not make the playoffs, but they go 10-6 and six on the season. But the team making the playoffs is going to go 11-5, and five, so they're a game out. Maybe they get a couple wins in there and they go 12-2. and two. So now they're 12-4 and four over the course of the season. They still have a season in front of them. So why fire them? Because I'm not going to win any more with a new coach, so fuck it. Just go with you. I don't know. And then you he'll know. fire himself. Bad season, end of the season. I'll fire him. Trade Julio Jones for a number one pick. Trade Matt or and keep Matt Ryan or do something whatever with him. Trade him off for a third round somewhere like Indianapolis. Will take him next year. Would love Matt Ryan. Dude. You know what I mean for a third round pick. Fuck it. You got to believe in. Uh, and then you rebuild. Fucking what's his name in Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Uh, Jacob Eason. So I would trade him to Indianapolis for a third round pick, and I would. I would uh, trade Julio Jones, and I would get him this this league and get uh, the kid out of Justin Fields out of Ohio State. That's what I would do if I'm Atlanta, because the kid in uh, Indianapolis needs two more years of grooming. Matt Ryan's probably got two more years left in him. Phillip Rivers is done. He's gassed, so he's he's out of there. (laughs) So Jacob Eason, you're going to sit on the bench for three years. You ain't going nowhere anyways. This team will be yours in three years. 
And then I let, and then I dropped Matt Ryan, and Julio Jones is gone. I have a number one pick for Julio Jones. I have a third round pick for Matt Ryan. Maybe a number one and a number four for Julio Jones. I have a third round for Matt Ryan. And I start over, and I get instantly good again because I have Ridley, I have Justin Fields at quarterback, Gage. and I have Gage. I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. And I draft a run. I get a running back. I mean, I'm fine. You know what I mean? But I'm not firing Dan Quinn because I had a couple bad games. I mean, because it doesn't do me anything to fire him. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to make a little right turn on this. I'm going to tie this into what we started talking about at the very beginning of the podcast. Maybe they're not handling their stress very well as they're getting to the end. Like, maybe... They're crunchy? Yeah, maybe they're getting crunchy. Because, like... Because I was actually surprised I didn't see Cam do this yesterday. Because Cam, normally when he starts losing towards the end, he throws a fucking temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And then they don't do well. I don't really see the Falcons doing that, but I'm wondering what their coaching staff is like when it's not going well. What's happening on the side? Like, because... Pete Carroll, you will see him motivating. You'll see Russell Wilson over there motivate. Bobby Wagner motivating. Like best thing I mean, from yesterday was uh, the shot of uh, Freddie Swain, Tyler Lockett, and Pete Carroll on the sideline on the final play, like hyping up the defense, like jumping up and down. That was so sick. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like, like that's what I've always admired about the Seahawks is that like when things are going rough, they get rowdy. Like mm-hmm. they keep going. So I'm wondering if maybe some of these other teams couldn't learn from that. Like, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe the Falcons coach, it starts to go bad, and they start to kind of turn. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting as motivated. Because that is the coach's job, is to help get them motivated, get them to keep going. And, and I see that in Pete Carroll. Yeah. I see him doing that. Well, the problem was they just stood around the kick, the, the onside kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just stood around the ball. As if that it was, was like a really bonfire. I know. And then... <laughs> And then like, the Cowboys choked the on don't touch. It was really weird. I was well, like, that's the thing. That's when you can tell how conservative Dan Quinn is a co- is got, as a coach. Maybe he did. He got tight again. And no, that's the thing is you can tell he's conservative as a coach because as soon as he has a big lead, he drops back into prevent defense a lot, like what yeah. Pete Carroll does, which is infuriating. Yeah. Except they don't have the players that can sustain that prevent defense without giving up a big lead. And so you can see that all culminate in the way he handles an onside kick because the rule is. Yo, if it doesn't go ten yards, that's a penalty, and it's our ball. Right, and, and you so, can get it at any and moment. So he literally tells his players, "Do not touch the ball before ten yards, because if you touch it and it wiggles out, that's a live ball." Right, and so they, because this is where the Cowboys had such a great coaching move by McCarthy. He went up to the kicker, went squib it really soft, really slow, so it goes ten yards. All you need is 10 yards. He did that, and the Falcons players were confused. They were like, oh, shit, we're supposed to not touch this. Have to wait 10 yards. And by that point, there's a cowboy right there but waiting. these guys have to be smarter than that. I know, I know. But yeah. Don't touch it, it, it the ball. Come... Defend the ball. No, and I get so that. So don't just let it look. that comes down to coaching. That comes no, to no, coaching. these guys are pros. Coaching. They know this. Mm-hmm. These guys are pros. Defend the ball. Don't touch. Okay, don't touch it. That's fine. Defend it, though. Mm-hmm. Don't let a guy just fly in there while you're looking at it. I know. Look at the it, guys it, it that are coming for it and grab it. Like it. It doesn't make sense to me that players get away with us thinking that they're stupid. These guys are smart as fuck. Most of them graduated college. I've done at least three years in college. Like, you're not idiots. The most basic thing in football, defend the ball. Protect the ball. You just let guys run in. You're looking at the ball. These guys are coming at you. I'm going to tell you this. I'm not looking at my cell phone when I cross the street. Because cars are in the street. I'm walking across the street. Protect then the I look at Protect your balls. 
That's funny. I do think that it comes... I do think that they... (laughs) I would say this. I agree football players are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. But if your coach has instilled in you that if you have an onside kick, it has to go 10 yards, that's going to be in your head and you're going to have confliction and half a second matters. No confliction in that. Defend the ball. Don't touch the ball. Defend it. No, and I know that. Stop this guy from getting to it. That's all I got. In that moment, it's a Peter moment. You can't touch that ball. Because if you're blocking and you get engaged and that ball bounces off, hits you in the leg, you're responsible Guess who's behind me? Julio Jones. That's his job. Julio Jones was on the second line. This is bad coaching. Make no mistake. Mm -hmm. And should he be fired for how dumb that was? Absolutely. It just doesn't behoove the team to fire him right now. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to get any better with him gone. I would just keep him, write it out, and trade everybody in the offseason if we don't make the playoffs. Even... Even if we made the playoffs, I'm trading everybody off that team. They need a restart. They need a restart. Mm-hmm. And, and Julio Jones, I mean, I don't know you could trade him to that would take his contract, but fuck it, he'll go somewhere. You know what I mean? The Rams would probably take him. The Minnesota would take him. Minnesota. You know, they don't have a quarterback. They need to spend money on a quarterback before they spend money. Yeah, they money do. They got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Everybody loves Kirk Cousins. Hmm. I don't know if you watched that game yesterday, <laughs> but Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins was Kirk Cousins yesterday yeah. for sure. <laughs> and I say they need a quarterback; they don't need Kirk Cousins. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. Oh man, is that it? Is that what we got? I do want to say one thing. One thing. One thing that happens at my bar is we get a lot of different fans that come in. Yeah, I love different fans. It's my favorite thing. I love it. We have love Detroit fans. fans. We have this nice group of Cleveland Brown fans that are really Sad dope. Guys. Um, so religious. So religious. They it. are so nice, so good, so funny, so just awesome. And oftentimes, as a, it's a Seahawk bar, mm-hmm. black and white. Um, oftentimes, uh, as a Seahawk fan, there are a couple teams that rub me raw that I have a problem with. Uh, the Steelers are one of them, number for one. obvious reasons, and the Patriots are number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some fans that come in that are Patriot fans, and yesterday a couple of them came in, and they, they're they really cool. They're really nice mm-hmm. people. Uh, they take a ribbing. I always love fans that can take a ribbing, because if I walk into your bar, and I'm a Seahawks fan, as I walked into bars in Chicago, being a Seahawks fan, I took the ribbing. Mm-hmm. I'll take the ribbon. As long as you can give it and dish it, we can have fun mm-hmm. because that's what we do this for, right? We love ribbing each other. Don't be disrespectful. No, no fuck yous and your piece of shit because right. that's not where we need to go. No. Your team sucks. Your quarterback sucks. That's fine. The yelling of stats or whatever, that's totally fine. We're good there. Mm-hmm. Don't make it a personal life. These, don't yeah, it's personal. not personal because these people don't care about us and mm-hmm. they don't even know we exist yeah. as a individual. As a monolith, they do, but not as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, these two fans came in, and they took the ribbing just fine. And they were fun, and they were, they were really nice. And I noticed they left right before the game ended, though. Because they knew what was coming. The Patriots fans? Yeah, the Patriots yeah, fans? yeah okay. they knew what was coming. Now, there is, Patriot, there is a Patriots fan that comes into my bar disguised as a Seahawks fan. Wearing Seahawks guard, but super mad after the game at Cam Newton. Hey, Cam Newton. Cam Newton sucks. And I'm saying to myself... He's the only reason your team is good right now. Mm-hmm. The only reason your team is good. Cam Newton had a great game yesterday. Yeah. He had a great game yesterday. He threw dimes. Us. He cut the Seahawks secondary up. He that, ran that around. That secondary yeah. was super depleted, though. He, granted, he cut them up. 
He was. They were not stopping Cam Newton. He had mm-hmm. a great game. He did. I'll give him that. I think the teams that rub me the wrong way in the NFL, Vikings, number one. Fucking hate the Vikings. Um, that's my NFC team. AFC team, I don't actually not like the Steelers or the Patriots. I respect both franchises. Am I pissed about the Super Bowls? Yeah. I'm pissed. But fuck it. Let me say this. I love that. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's great. I love that's Mike That's why I don't not hate Trey the Steelers. Trey Palomalo. I love Trey Palomalo. There yeah. are players I like. Mm-hmm. But I can't stand Jerome Bettis getting a ring in that Super Bowl. Because no. he did, they, did, they weren't the better team. No. No. God, no. I more hate the officials than I hate uh, the, Steelers. The, the Steelers. But I, they're, they're in the same. They're the beneficiary of yeah. poor Same with the Patriots. I don't yeah. Despise hate, the Patriots outside the fact that they cheat. Mm-hmm. I hate the Steelers because of Big Ben. That's true. He's Big a piece Ben's, of Big ben shit. Is a piece say of it. Say it again. Big Ben, piece of shit. He is a big, it out piece loud. of human garbage. Set it out loud. They yep. need a court. Say it with your chest. Talk yeah. shit about it. He yeah. is a piece of shit. Say it again. <laughs> and I do not like him. And when I see him have terrible games. It brings me joy. Is he kind of like a piece of shit like the Catholic Church or like an R. Kelly piece of shit? You asked me that mm. earlier where you said that about like something like had that quandary. Like what's the difference? Like they're both fucking like fucked up. Are you talking about well, maybe like, it's like R. Kelly's Church fucked because... up on a, on a, on a level that's, that's he, there's something dysfunctional in the way his sexual perversion has amassed itself over the years and just become non-existent I agree. and just his sexual perversion has gone to a place where it's inappropriate and he's committed crimes against hu- other humans well mm-hmm. R. Kelly's where he should be Catholic Church has committed crimes against humanity as a whole yeah on another on at various levels so like R. Kelly being a 1 Catholic Church being a 10 on the worst scale of humanity um, in that sense. Now, Hitler's in there, of course. He's up there towards the Catholic Church. A Catholic Church. I think he's out of 10, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem with Ben is that we all know he did what he did. And he's not in jail. What did he do? He raped a woman in college. Did he in college? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a huge fucking thing. Oh. It came out like his first or second year in the pros. Oh. Yeah, and now no one ever talks about it anymore. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah they like, were... fully raped her? Yeah, there was, like, a whole court case and everything about it. And, and he so got found I think guilty? They, I think they, they did a plea deal where they bought it off. Bought it off. Yeah. Well, like, um, the bodyguard just lied mm-hmm. and said that he didn't do it. And yeah. then he's come out and said that he did. Yeah. Oh. And there was, like, a public apology. I, I don't... It was a really messy situation, but you know something happened. Yeah. And that also probably means that it's not the only time. Yeah. But it was a, I, I heard about a time in like uh, Georgia or something like that. I and I'm not fact check me all you want, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you can let us know about this, but I heard about a time when he was a pro where he kinda trapped a girl in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, he also did that, I think. I remember that. And assaulted her. Up. I think that might have been to someone else. Okay. I'm looking at I up. think that might have been where the bodyguard was involved. I think that was it. Right. I can't remember the exact details. Could he but, have become a better person since then? That's a face um, that says no, by the way. For those of you that can't see, that's a face that says no. <laughs> well, the thing is that I just don't think he's done anything to get better. Like, it'd be one thing if he went to jail and he actually had the time to do it, you know, to work on himself. But instead, he's been rewarded by having a career in the NFL and getting paid. What if he's done things money, like... Way too much money. What if he's done things like given to uh, charities that support... Uh, women who have gone through this, 
uh, sexual assault or rape? What if he's spoken to men who have done this before in a way to advise them not to continue that lifestyle? What if he's done things in the community that he's looked to to show that he's uh, repented from his transgressions? If he had, that'd be great, but I don't think he has. You don't think he has. That's fair. I mean, listen, I'm not... The only reason I ask these questions is not as a defender of Ben Roethlisberger right. by any stretch. Anyone that knows me knows that I have no problem with the moniker Rapelessberger. I don't have that at all. But I do wonder, and I don't know... Uh, what he's done to amend for that because I would like to think that the better part of humanity would say if you've done something like that you would look back and want to amend for that transgression in any form or fashion I would like to hope that that's the case here's here's the basic facts the woman who accused him in 2009 he has a 2009 and 2010 so I correct myself it wasn't college it was 2009 2010 happened right before uh, their Super Bowl run where they lost to the uh, Packers the woman who accused him in 2009 filed a civil suit, which was later settled out of court. The accuser who told police that Roethlisberger had cornered and raped her in a bathroom stall at a Georgia bar uh, was an accusation supported by statements uh, three of her friends gave police, uh, um, and who asked not th- uh, that the what they asked that the case not be prosecuted, concerned that a trial would be a very intrusive personal experience. The district attorney declined to file charges and announced as much. So basically, they didn't go after him because they knew that his lawyers would... Dig up stuff on her. Dig up stuff on her and um, basically destroy her public image and so they turn the tables. Her. Yeah. And so they settle it out of court. See? What? Now I hate him even more. Wait. Yeah. He but bullied her. I just want to say this. I just want to say this. That happens, right? We've all seen Matlock. We've all seen Murder, She Wrote. We've all watched these, <laughs> these sitcoms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That happens in trials, right? Like, nobody's the cleanest of people. So when you go to these trials, they're going to... Of course, his lawyers are going to dig up all the dirt. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's not a rapist, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That does not mean he's not a rapist. And I say that because I don't... If you're a victim of rape, the person who raped you needs to go serve his justice, do justice. As long as, like... All evidence on the table, you're a raper, you raped him. I don't think this person is a bad person. I don't know her from anything. I don't know her at all. And if he did it, he deserves to be in jail or do whatever needs to happen to amend for that that situation. Without, without question. I just don't think that that would be a reason for me not to want to see somebody in jail for doing that kind of thing that heinous of crime because I think that's like a really heinous crime you know I really do I really think that rape is like it makes it's a bad it's a really bad deal yeah like it's a really bad deal and I and I I can't tell you how much I feel for people who have to go through that like that's just a really really bad deal you know like I don't I think that's such a, a thing a bad thing well the person who commits it is always a very angry person who's had some serious trauma that needs to be worked mm-hmm. through and so it's just it's such a shitty situation. It is. And, I mean, you rob that other person. Whoa. So this is interesting. Going deeper, uh, Stormy Daniels in her book writes about an experience she had with Ben Roethlisberger. I've heard about where, this. Where uh, she was introduced to Ben Roethlisberger the night after she had her in, like interaction with Donald Trump. By Donald Trump. Um... Wow. 
and she said she was terrified of the way he acted. Whoa. I mean, you know, sell a book. He does have very angry energy to him. He has an energy about him that you see that's kind of off. You know, I don't know what it is. I could be wrong. Ben Roethlisberger, and this is the thing, it's all fan, all fairness. All, these could, people lie. Uh, there's a Seattle Seahawk who, he signed with the Seattle Seahawks for a year, but he was a gentleman out of L.A., and he got accused of rape his senior year, I want to say, going at the, going into USC. The girl got a million dollars plus from the L.A. Unified School District because she said he raped her. And 12 years later, he, after he got out of jail, she admitted she lied. I don't want to say that that's a normal thing because I don't think that's normal. I think that's more the the uh, the exception more than the rule. I think someone says they got raped, I'm more inclined to believe them than I am mm-hmm. not to believe them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't want to summarily just dismiss that that happens as well. I don't want to just act like people don't lie about that stuff. Yeah. To get yeah. a payday, people don't just. Yeah, you're a Which star, a I'm, or I'm gonna to say, I'm gonna say to you rape me, or you better give me this. Yeah, you, because you have it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's out there, and that happens, and I think it happens more than we know to professional athletes and normal people. I think if the numbers were normal people, it happens at like point one percent. I think an athlete that probably happens at like maybe a ten percent clip mm-hmm. because they're athletes and they they're young men and women. Because I think it happens with women too, WNBA stars, things of that nature. Um, but I don't want to say it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to just go, well, it doesn't happen, and we shouldn't even listen to that because I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. With Ben Roethlisberger, to the other hand, I think once, twice in a year is kind of a lot. You know, and I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what you hear about is a very small portion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart dude. Shit. Yeah. No, that no debate on that. I, By the way, this isn't a debate on whether Ben Roethlisberger is oh, no. a piece of shit. I know. I am not arguing that at all. It's just, I just wanted to have a different view of looking at this yeah. story then. And it's one of those things where it's like, because I don't dislike the Steelers, I can not like players on teams. Like, I don't like Jameis Winston because of the stuff that he's done um, with, like, the Uber driver and things like that. And I don't like Big Ben for any of the stuff that he's done. But shit, man, I really like Juju Smith-Schuster. That guy's a really good dude. Um, Chase Playpool was one of my favorite picks in the draft. I really like James Conner and all the stuff that that guy's gone through in his life, too. Uh, like, he beat cancer, and now he's in the NFL. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Like, and he's That's a star amazing. running back. Yeah. And, like, Mike Tomlin is a great dude. But when it comes down to it, it's like, but your quarterback is this dude. And that's really hard to look past. But I do like all those other fucking players because they're all really great players. And, like, J.J. Watt's fun to watch, you know. And that whole thing that went down with Ryan Shazier, like, that made me be like, you know what, Steelers on all bad. The organization is probably a really good organization, Mm -hmm. which leads me to question, not to question, what leads me to ponder, how could they have a guy like that in that organization? Yeah. Because your history matters to me. What you've shown me in your past Mm -hmm. matters. And if the the Steelers have shown all of this in their past this whole time, it tells me how can you then have this piece of shit on your team? Yeah. Like how do you as a leader, how do you how do you how do you make that happen? How does how that do you happen? Justify it. How do you justify it? How do you put that together and go, okay, cool, I have twenty five angels and one devil. Okay, well I have twenty five angels 
maybe they'll convince the devil to be better, which is why I asked earlier. Maybe he's done things in his community to kind of like address that. I, to a, no, because Trump touted him in 2016 in Pennsylvania, claiming he's great friends with Roethlisberger, with Roethlisberger backed up. Um, and he keeps denying all of the allegations ever happened, so he's not doing anything. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean he doesn't do anything. It just means he's a Trump supporter, and that's, I mean, that's... No, I'm not saying that's, like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, that's, like, the number one thing. I'm no. saying, like, if all these things are in ties with Trump, then he's now, like, doing that, and, like, it, it looks to he's me saying like... saying sexual assaulters hang out together? Yeah. Well, not yes. not even that. That's well, what you Well, that. <laughs> but I'm saying... That's what uh, I heard. I mean, I heard you. However, like, it looks like he's not accepting what he's done. And it's a denial, and he's probably sitting there being like, all right, now i got to play my card safe. Well, what you if he what didn't mean? do it? Let, let's take it. Play devil's advocate. What if these two incidences were literally two women lying? Say you woke up tomorrow and you found out these women woke up and said, you know what? We lied. And you, you believed it. Not like it was some sensationalized thing, but you believed it. You woke up tomorrow. They came out, and they were like, we lied about this. We wanted the bag. And Ben Roethlisberger said, thank you. Kind of like the girl, the woman who accused the football player, uh, I think his name was Banks. Brian yeah, Banks. Brian Banks. Brian Banks. That's, the that's rape. so sad. Say she, exactly. Say, she, say these two women come out and go, we lied, we were friends, we planned this whole deal. That would suck. I would, I would feel disgusting. Because I would be like, this puts such a weird like situation on like this whole movement you know what I mean like it, it casts a dark shadow over this shit like now we're gonna have to question like statements like you know what I mean it's like I can't trust it, it would make it hard you know what I mean like it, well I think there's it? something in Ben's character that has led us to believe it's true yeah but if it was like said it wasn't true that would be very hard you yeah, know. yeah, you know it's now you know it's one hundred percent the other way. Like you know it's not true. Like now well, you know for a fact this information has come. Mm -hmm. It's not true. It did not happen. Well, then there's something about him that made us believe it. So maybe there is some truth to it. Maybe I don't know. I no, mean, I'm saying it's mm -hmm. not true. Like in this new world we live in, we go down a time. It's not. It's not true. These women came out and they said we lied. We found Christ and we like want to just... Brian Banks thing. Yeah, straight right. up just said you know we want to find... We yes. want to put it out there. Ben Roethlisberger said, you know, he's he's been treating us well. He gave us the money. We know he lied. We offered him a little rendezvous in the bathroom and we knew we could get him because he was drunk and a young guy at the time. I think he was like 27, 28 maybe, I think, at the time. And they were like, we just wanted to, you know, we just wanted to get the bag. Well, that would be awful. That'd be horrible. Well, what awful. I'm saying is that you're saying something about him still tells you he's a fucking creeper. Yeah, that's I think fair. In this I think... world now, we can say that. Like, yeah, because we, we're not at that world. I'm looking at the facts of this world. It's in this world, he's a creeper. Yeah. So there's obviously something about him that would that led us to believe that this was true. So there could, I mean, if if in this other fake world he didn't do it to these two women. There's probably a chance it did to somebody else. To me, I questioned it the first time. The first woman I questioned, because I was like, 27-year-old, he's, he's in a small city, or he's a big-time football star, he's got a ton of money. Like, I, I've seen worse dudes get the same smoke at bars. I've seen regular dudes who are front desk hosts get laid in a bar. I've seen that. 
So it wasn't beyond the pill that that happened. And maybe he ignored her or flipped her to the side and was like, you're not worth my time and whatever. And she got mad. The second one, I was like, dude, hold on, bro. You didn't learn from the first time. You had to pay. You had to pay. You didn't learn from the first time. And even if the second one was bullshit too, you're still dumb as fuck. Like at best, you're dumb as fuck for doing the same thing twice. At worst, you're a rapist. Yeah. At best, you're dumb as shit. At worst, you're a rapist. That's not a one in ten scale you really want to be on. No. You know what I mean? Like that's not the one to ten scale you want to be on. No. <laughs> you want to be on like a oh the worst decision. The worst was I made a bad decision and slept with the woman I shouldn't have slept with. Because she was a goblin. Oh, we're back to goblins. Goblin. Bruce Dudes Bruce. can be goblins too, by the Dudes way. Can be something. Dudes can be goblins too. Yeah. This isn't you know what? They text up question mark. He's not a goblin. He's not a goblin. He's not a goblin. They text up question mark. Jesus. Hey, I want to tell you all dudes out there that text up question mark, just come with a little bit extra than the up question mark. I'm not mad at you. Make sure you already have that relationship established. To your point, (laughs) you shouldn't be texting someone up question mark if you guys haven't had sex at least two or three times. And are under the impression that you can do that. This guy has elementary school game right now. Mm-hmm. When you get to an adult, make sure that you respect the person you're having sex with, respect their being, and don't text up to someone who's sober. That that's beyond. You're not doing. That's not, not happening. Doing it. Not Is that happening. fair? I can say that's not happening. That's not happening. If someone's sober and you're a drinker, don't text up. Now a sober can text a sober up. Yes. But a drinker can't text a sober up. No. And a sober can text a drinker up because the drinker's always going to be available. Yes. For that smoke. It's true. But only if they're consenting. Well, only if they're consenting. Please, please consent. consent. My God, please consent. I just need to put that in there. Yeah. And here's the deal. If you're on a date and you plan on getting it in that night, get the consent before you start drinking. And then wear Eric's denim brand jeans. God damn it. Condom. Denim brand jeans. Condom. Yes. Those Ex- Experience high school again. Yes. <laughs> Respect your partner. Last call. They don't work. <laughs> All right, time to go. Okay. <laughs>